You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. This is Melanie. In the future, memes will become more powerful than politicians and will steal their seats away from them and take over the government. This is Jesse. In the future, when you escape the asylum, you'll be assigned a city to protect and a battle cry. This is Randy. In the future, we will just recycle our own in-jokes. Because you probably didn't hear them the first time anyway. Very true. You know you didn't. You know you didn't. Content. <laughs> Wet blanket. Rebirth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll even we'll even recycle in jokes from other people's podcasts that we just happen to be on. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I just uh, I just finished your grind bin uh, appearance. Did you? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Good, uh, good episode. Easy. I I felt a little better about it. I was a little bit more talkative. We recorded that. You fit. Oh. You fit in. You know, like you've got good chemistry with those guys. Well, good. Uh-oh. It was a yeah. That's right. Uh oh. We better watch out. Oh <laughs> no! Oh no! You just start worrying about your chemistry now. With all these weirdos on the interwebs. Yeah, they they record. I mean, they don't record late their time, but our time it's kind of late. So partway through, I was like, "Uh oh, I'm kind of tired." I can tell I'm starting to get a quiet. So I tried to like push to still be a little bit more talkative than the first time. But welcome to the Grolix Podcast. This is episode forty. Like our 40. show, our show. That's- our show should be like married and own a house by now. Going over and, the hill. And maybe might start be having a midlife crisis. Might have to watch out about their purchases. Like, like it's going to start like buying cars and, and hanging out with the wrong crowd. I was going to say our podcast is going to start riding around in convertibles with younger podcasts. Or, or, or it might need to get, it might get a van. <laughs> riding around with van with younger podcasts. Yeah, van Van exploitation, which I didn't even know was a thing until this week. <laughs> yes. Um, so what I don't know where we're gonna cut into the episode on there. Um, so <laughs> if you're confused, what we were talking about is uh much like last month, this month or last month, I was also I was on Grindbin again. So uh, yeah, yeah, we'll just open the show with a little Grindbin promotion. I was on Grindbin, which is uh super exciting. My second time in like two months. Mm-hmm. And it was their one year like special anniversary van anniversary episode, so that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Randy likes to go and spend his anniversaries with other people. It was their it <laughs> oh, was, snap. It was that's weird. It was their anniversary. It was their anniversary. I know. I was the third wheel. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm just that's kidding. not even remotely less weird. It's still a little strange. <laughs> it's still really weird, but it's all right, Randy. Whatever helps you sleep at night <laughs> in a van. <laughs> it was a good time. I felt uh, I felt a lot better. Well, you know, second time on their show, so like a little bit more comfortable chilling with the guys, talking to them, being being goofy. Yeah. Next time, fun. by the next time, baby, you're just gonna be all over. You're gonna, you're gonna be like. Doing the things that only you laugh at, you know. <laughs> I'll be like, wait a second, what happened to this guy? This is getting weird. <laughs> he was such a good guest before. Now he's just laughing at his own jokes, and he's he's, t- he's laughing at jo- jokes from his own show. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody gets them. We're in joking. What's what's he what's he chuckling about a, a treasure can? What is this? <laughs> Get out of there! Get out of my treasure can, garbage man! <laughs> <laughs> Melody doesn't even know because that was an episode she wasn't on. No, I know. What what, 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 is, what does the spider buggy have to do with anything, Randy? <laughs> what is it? What's the- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back. Yeah, grindhousefilm.com. Check out check that out. I was on their anniversary episode, but we 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 pimped them enough last month. All right. <laughs> we- <laughs> We gave yeah, for, them, who care? Who cares? They've been around for a full year. We gave them plenty of praise. <laughs> <laughs> they they only let me on to their 
one year anniversary episode that they are literally going to reference back to every episode going forward. Are they? Yeah. Because it was so wow. Wait, way to hold back, guys. <laughs> no, it's because. <laughs> okay, so every episode they do this thing where they try to tie in the movie that they covered in their first episode to the current movie that they're talking about. And the first episode was the van. So it's always, how does the van tie into this movie? It's a bit of fun they do at the end of every episode. It's pretty good, yeah. And I think at one point they were like, so we went back and listened to that first episode, and it's terrible. And I was like, that's the episode you guys refer to every episode. And they're like, <laughs> So they basically redid it. They did another episode covering that same movie, The Van, and that's the episode I'm on. So now when they're like, in episode whatever, whatever, we talked about The Van, you should go listen to that. Guess what? Randy's going to be there every time. Oh, oh, crafty. <laughs> I like it. Someday we're going to have him on our show. I've just been trying to figure out what we would talk about. I'm sure they've read. We should, com- we, we should redo The Other Dead. Oh, Wasn't that a- on our very on our very first episode? Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think right. that w- that would be a content. Oh, that would be- it was the one we started. Yeah, we, I remember that one. We read because it was supposed to like back when the we were like, poo? yeah, we were trying to search out crappy comics to read. And, and then we loved it. <laughs> it turned out to be pretty awesome. Yeah. But they're movie guys, aren't they? Yeah. So we can just, anything that is a movie now was a comic. Well, The Other Dead would be decent because it feels like a B-grade movie. You're right. But there's also, there's a comic out there based on a movie, a, a, a van exploitation movie that never happened called Vandroid. Oh. That if I get a hold of a copy and maybe yeah, get them a copy, that might be the way to go. Vandroid. Uh, yeah, I think that need, that needs to happen. Vandroid. <laughs> it's it like a- the perfect comic to try to get those guys to read and talk to us about. Yeah. Okay. We'll work on that. I'm going to have to edit that show heavily, though. I'm good with that myself. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just have to rein myself in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jesse, you're out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to react to things, though, and that's where it would get me in trouble. You know, you're, you're right. And if you've got other people like <laughs> well beyond the boundary, I could see yeah. you going there. We, well, you've seen it. <laughs> yep. yeah. You saw it on a crossover episode. <laughs> that was pretty great. <laughs> like, I got, I got to get in on this. Boom. He's gonna, he's gonna jump off the plane right in the f bomb. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. It's gonna be like Doctor. Never gonna hit the ground, Tiny Rick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. However, on this show, this episode, we're gonna talk about our poll list pick for this month. Uh, we read it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to pick next month's poll list pick and then maybe a little other something else. And then we'll end. <laughs> other words. That is some other we'll words. We'll speak. Nerd sounds. Yeah. Nerd, Nerd sounds. sounds. <laughs> oh, no, that's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. <laughs> Click, clicky clack, clicky clack. Nerd sounds. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Need manicorn emphasis on that. Yeah. <laughs> See, we got inside jokes to like videos and stuff that most people who are listening to this have never even seen. No, well, they just need to get out more. They need to subscribe to us on YouTube, then they know what we were talking about. Or VidMe, or any of our or VidMe ch- channels. What would I call it? A tin tumbler? I don't even know what a tin tumbler is. A tin tumbler, Tim Tim Taru. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh. What is the? This is starting to be something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since we've all been together. That's the thing. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. our, our our crazy train is, is going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, I don't have any like other in house news. We just kind of exp- well, we we kind of m- mentioned the YouTube. I I posted a new follow up to the thirty day comic challenge on YouTube. So. There's more YouTube stuff, yeah. which is why you should go there. It's good. You go sm- slap a Grolix on it. Yeah. yeah. Slap Grolixes on anything. E- everything. That video was a very pleasant surprise. I didn't even know it was happening. I helped inspire the topic, and I knew nothing about it until yeah. I seen the, the thumbnail image pop up in our Dropbox. I was like, what's all this then? <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was like, uh... Am I in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked it. I was like, yeah, no, no. I, well, I seen that, and then I was like, what? And I went to the YouTube channel, and there was nothing. I was like, something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, 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 I already had my thumbnail all planned out, and, and I was in the midst of editing when you shot me that message. I was like, 
I'm almost done. I'll just I'll just send him a link. <laughs> it's a video. Magic. 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 Moving pictures and sound. And fairy dust. Yeah. Or I guess it'd be more like Louis dust. Or not Louis. Psh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> Louis, <Jesse> Louis, <laughs> Louis dust. Louis dust would do different things. Okay? <laughs> I, just, I just see him as like this this crazy uh, cat loving fairy that that just goes. Like pets the cat and the dander becomes like pixie dust. Yep. Cat dander, pixie dust. That's exactly it. And you get like magical eyes. (laughs) I don't know. Eyes? Yeah. Cat eyes. I don't know. (laughs) What happens? He's really a he, he really is a benevolent fairy or pixie. He just like. You know, he just doesn't know about people with allergies. <laughs> he doesn't mean to get. He doesn't mean to give you a rash or or make your eyes water. He just does. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, what what is what is the poll list? What what are we talking about? All right. All right. All right. Uh, before we get to this poll list, Jesse, do you happen to have uh, access easy access to the website? Yes, oh. I can pull it pull it up immediate lotto. I have a, that's not a word. I don't know what that was. I have a feeling we're gonna be it's gonna be another tie, isn't it? I yeah. Last I checked, it was. Maybe I need to make a vote real quick. Um, hop on there. Yeah, we got we got a three we got a weird three way tie. I wonder what what could possibly happen in the next five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's ger- gerrymandering afoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what what we're talking about um every month we read a trade or a graphic novel selected and voted on by listeners and visitors to grolixpodcast.com. You too can be one of those listeners/visitors that have voted on the poll and then every every month we uh we pick the one with the most votes, we read it and discuss it on the next month's uh first of the month episode. So, uh right now we're just figuring out what we're going to talk about. On episode number 43, that'll be the first episode of next month. All right, Jesse might need to do a refresh and then give us a uh, the final winner for, for this month. This is in no way rigged. I, yeah, I'm not surprised by I mean, I'm totally surprised by this. Um, <laughs> all right, pull, just pulling it up just now. Uh, <laughs> the winner by a uh, very slim margin is Bone Volume 1. Bone. Woo! That's the one I wanted. <laughs> that's yeah. Go figure. That's that's weird. Hearsay. That's, hearsay would say that's some awesome, awesome coincidence. Yeah. It, I have a feeling it was almost surprisingly Superman's secret identity. Almost until somebody looked at the cover of Bone. Yep. Um, and it was cute. <laughs> Bone is supposed to be great. I've never read it. Yeah, I haven't either. But I, I think it's in one of my many humble bundles. So. That works out. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, Bone is one I've heard mentioned on many a podcasts. Um, it's supposed to be good, and it's one that's uh good for. I think it's a reg. I think it's a regular that uh Patrick and Patrick's dad read on Make Dad Read Comics. So, mm-hmm. well, if Dad likes it, then I'm gonna like it too. Yeah, it's supposed to be good, and it's also yeah. like you know all ages friendly and oh, but in a good way. Okay, I'll take your word yeah. for it. Well, I'm taking other people's words for it, so take their words for it. All ages friendly. Through the transient, transitive powers of, we're to take yep. third party, <laughs> third party word for it. Yep. When it popped up on the list, I was kind of glad to see it pop up there because it's like, oh, I've been that's been on my, uh, I don't know what my list of shame, I guess. I think everything that's cute has turned out well. Mm-hmm. So cute is the way to go. Well, I think top ten lists are highly recommended. It's usually not just like a cute working on a cuteness factor. There's usually some good like substance to it. It's cute yeah. and it has substance. Okay, but I haven't been working off the list. I'm saying everything I pick cute is cute. It's good. If it's cute, it's good. Yes. What about milk All and right. cheese? Are they cute? Who? Milk and cheese? No. <laughs> <laughs> They're not cute. <laughs> they don't have big eyes. They kind of do. Not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> really squinty eyes. I was Shifty. just shifty yeah they do have shifty eyes i was trying to i was trying to find, think of the thing the cutest thing we've read but after life with archie <laughs> wasn't there one that wasn't really cute though there was one with the animals that was cute and it wasn't the one with oh, the cypress was it we three or something 
something like that. Maybe but, yeah, that was the one where they big robot suits. suits yeah. yeah, I don't know what about mouse. Oh. The, the drawing was cheap, but the <laughs> subject matter was not. But it was still really good. Yeah. Uh, what's that other one? Wonder Wonder Dog. Wonder Dog Chosen. <laughs> Somebody the Wonder Dog. <laughs> D- Duncan the Wonder Dog. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't really cute though. I guess the drawing again was kind of cute, but the subject matter not so much. Yeah. Still good uh, though. Swamp, Swamp Thing's cute. Swamp Thing right? is cute. Swampy is cute, especially that profile or that kind of three quarters away from profile shot, and you can see his big eyebrows. Oh, really loves the Swampy face. Oh, sure, he's got animal carcasses inside of him because he does that sometimes. But hey, we're not perfect. None of us are. No. <laughs> 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 He's growing tubers, so that we're just yammering at this point. Oh, oh you go. That's oh, wow. what I did. I did wow, that. Wow, you did. All right. <laughs> and with that, we're moving on. So, uh, <laughs> what are we reading today? Today. Or what did What did we read <laughs> today? Today we're gonna, yesterday. <laughs> today we're going to talk about the tick. Also cute. Yeah, you think so? The drawing. Yeah, it's cute. Okay. I don't know what the name of this book is called. The Tick. I don't know that it had a name. I think it's just uh, like vo- Omnibus One. Omnibus Volume One. The Tick. Uh, essentially, the Tick. <laughs> the Tick issues one through six is what it collects. Like the original issues one through six. I have a little is bit that of really an omnibus, just six issues. Not really. Okay. That's but just I... what they named the original mm-hmm. uh, collections was omnibuses. Ah. Seems so, like seems very ticky, like a very tick thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, here's the little bit of information I, I pulled up here. This is from Wikipedia, so it must be true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. The Tick was created by cartoonist Ben uh, uh, Edlund in 1986 as a newsletter mascot for the New England comics chain of Boston area comic stores. After its creation, the character spun off into an independent comic book series in 1988. That's what we'll be talking about and game, gained mainstream popularity through an animated TV series on Fox in 1994. That's mm-hmm. the information I have. All right. Pretty much covers it. Good job. Yep. Now, Jesse, I know you were very familiar with this comic before we went into it. You've read this before, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't know why, but I have two uh, different copies of Volume 2. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking, I was like, why do I have two of these? Are they the same? They have different covers. Oh, yeah, they're the same. <laughs> And for me, I I had never read any of the Tick comics, but back in 1994 and probably 95, I loved this the cartoon. I've never read any of the comics, and I think I saw a couple episodes maybe of the show. That's about it. I think I was introduced to it via the show, but then I just w- went on like a tear and like got all the Tick I could. Uh, and so there's things in the show that I like. I've always been like. Oh, why didn't they do this storyline? Why didn't they introduce this character? And I suppose there's rights issues or whatever. I didn't rewatch any of the old cartoon in preparation for this episode. I, you know, I enjoyed the humor of the cartoon. And also there was some consistency between episode to episode. It wasn't mm-hmm. always, it wasn't always like, um, ongoing stories like X-Men cartoon at the time was, but it was, um, for example, Chairface tried to like laser his name into the moon he only got so far into it and then the whole rest of the series that was lasered on the moon in the background yeah, yeah. little touches like that i love that it's, i don't know if this is accurate or not but in my brain he has the same voice as brock well there was there uh, there was also a live action series actually i think there's been two now mm-hmm. and he yeah. played the tick you did yeah, yeah he was played the tick pat patrick warburton, warburton or yep. something warburton yep. yeah there you go and I think he's actually uh, got a credit on the new sh- series. I could be wrong about that, but I thought I saw him as like a producer credit or something. No, I think you're right. Yeah, he's not the tick in the new series, but he, yeah. And that was, that's on Amazon, right? That's an yes. Amazon. Yeah, I, I actually watched that in uh, anticipation of this because I hadn't seen it yet. Oh, interesting. I don't know what, what was holding me back, but then I uh, I did like a, a little little search on it and i found out that edlin was actually involved in it which is good he should be you know and so i watched an interview with him and and i was like okay i gotta i gotta check this out and it's pretty good i mean i kind of like the patrick warburton series a little better this one takes it a little bit more serious i guess but um yeah i don't know it, it was pretty funny it was pretty good did they ever use it as introduction for other stuff like uh other characters 
No, I feel like I feel like it would be like a like Space Ghost. I don't know if that's what it was that way either. But like it would start with that and then it'd go into like the feature show and then it would end with the, oh, that like again. An, um, what's the word? Like a variety show or an anthology? Sort thing? of. Think so. Kind of like how uh, Animaniacs used to do it or Freakazoid used to do it. They'd have like the main show and then they'd have like a Pinky and the good Brain. Idea. And... Yeah, Pinky and the Brain or uh, Good Idea, Bad Idea or... Mm. I don't think so. Yeah, so, okay. This is kind of three little storylines, This these six issues. You've mm-hmm. got the kind of the introduction to the tick tied into this not Superman character. <laughs> That I actually had to stop and ask, wait, is this, is this Superman? I'm so confused. It's so much almost Superman. It is r- insane how close it is. Like, they just, he's still, he's even Clark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Open, Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. Clark Oppenheimer. And then we've got this um, Electra type, the hand type ninja oh, thing going a on. Horrible name. Horrible name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, at least that's how that struck me. And then you've got the last issue, which is this kind of a one-off introducing a couple other characters. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of tie it all up in an epilogue. Jesse, I think I recall you having some interest in ninja type things. How does this book make you feel? <laughs> I love it. I love it, actually. Uh, I mean, like, there's a, there's a scene in that midsection where the ninjas are surrounding the house, and we had t-shirts made. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how how much we wanted to dig into it, but yeah, that's great. I did okay. That that what you're talking about is a perfect example of the humor in this. It's ridiculous. It's it's absurd and goofy, but yeah. for me anyway, it totally worked. Mm-hmm. So they're the, the ninjas are all like they've surrounded this house. They're in a straight line, and they each have like one or two like very sparse <laughs> branches. And they're yeah. camouflage. They've camouflaged themselves as a hedge around the house, mm-hmm. and it's so ridiculous. But man, it's funny. I want to say a couple times, the tick or somebody says something about the hedges coming or, or yeah. being attacked by a hedge. <laughs> well, just... and, and the owner of the house looks outside. He's like, I don't remember that hedge. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> clearly just ninjas standing out there. It's so good. And yeah, so what we did was uh, for the people who d- haven't uh, gleaned this from previous uh episodes i am a martial arts instructor and we we ha- we teach kind of a variant of ninjutsu and so uh, at one point we had shirts made that said really we're a hedge and uh, <laughs> like there's like four or five of us with those shirts on and we're just standing in a row so that's great that was, i love it i this is one of my fit i mean like when i go back to the tick i tend to seek out this first volume ironically enough <laughs> I'm so glad Melody asked you about that because when me and Jesse were messaging, because all that um whoever submitted this uh to the poll, they just said the tick. So, you know, I was like, hey, so what should we read? You know, just like volume one, how many issues is that? What's what's this? And and once we kind of settled on volume one, he just messages ninjas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I wanted to do anyways. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's volume one. Perfect. Yeah. That rocks. Okay, so let's talk a little bit specifically about the character of the Tick. And at least in as much information as this gives us. Yeah, he was in an asylum. (laughs) He starts page one. He's in an asylum. Uh And he's bored. (laughs) Yeah, he breaks out and he... (laughs) There's, I don't know, some little adventure, but he ends up in the city and he, you know, likes to stand on rooftops and jump around rooftops. That's like his favorite thing and uh, go on little monologues about the city and the crime in the city. And he's the superhero. And it takes him a while before he actually gets into any actual superheroing. Most of the time he's oblivious to anything going on because he's just talking to himself about being a superhero. Aren't Tick supposed to be able to jump really high? Is that why (laughs) he can jump? Yeah, maybe. Well, he can jump across roofs, but I don't think it's like superhuman. Yeah, it's more he's super strong and nigh invulnerable. It's the nigh invulnerable really that you see a lot. Yeah. He falls all the time. But he can also like pick up a chimney and throw it, so he's pretty strong. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And he takes some hits. Oh, well, I guess that'd be nigh invulnerable from uh, not Superman, and mm-hmm. he's fine. It does knock him upside down a bit, but I love the Superman bit, especially when the tick shows up at his work. And it's just like annoying him, the annoying, mm-hmm. the annoying guy you can't get rid of. But like nobody, uh, like 
over overall, uh, people don't even pay any mind to the fact that he's got this costume, really. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Like, he walks in with a tie, you know, like, trying to affect this secret identity, and the boss is just like, oh, you're that guy, that crossword guy. And, <laughs> and he, he's just like, you're just really bad at this job. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, and the, and the tie, that's... The ties his super clever disguise. I think it's magical something supposed to be even. And oh, hypnotic, yeah. And between that and then the ninjas, the ridiculousness of the ninjas later on. Not everybody is that ridiculous, but the world in which the chick, the world in which they we have, they have established here, like plays along with these goofy rules at yes. times. It's not just the tick being weird and silly, like. Mm-hmm. Other characters are. Other characters just accept it. He does some ridiculous stuff, and he, like turning Clark's car into an ashtray. It's like what? what? Like, like he uh, sets up the uh, the Fortress of Solitude right there in the uh, in the Daily Planet or whatever whatever it is. Was it the Weekly wor- World Planet paper? My favorite bit was Clark's glasses get knocked off. This is towards the end. I don't think we return back to Clark after this bit, but uh. His glasses get knocked off and broke, and that's his disguise. Mm-hmm. And when the, I'm assuming not Jimmy Olsen, comes out of the elevator. He's Billy, but, or that's what the tick keeps calling him is Billy. Yeah, he puts his, he does the, yeah, he does the whole hands, like, fake hand glasses over his face when he looks, oh, God. It was so good. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> that, that made me laugh so hard. He does that whole thing with the eraser. Otter Creekite. Yes, Clark, your only source of weakness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My strength. I can feel it draining away. I'm too weak to fly. Growing ever weaker every second. Can't use my see-through vision or my very hot vision. <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah. he's getting very blurry out of focus. And then he's like, it's only it's only a green eraser. <laughs> green eraser. Good one, huh? I like that, too. Kind of makes fun of what the douche. Is douche a bad word? Douche? Yeah, I can say that, right? Sure. Of the douchiness that is Clark. Oh, yeah, yeah. So then the other major story is the whole ninja thing. The night of a million zillion ninjas or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's very much an Electra type um, analog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Yeah. Oh, her which is, is why she's called. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> which is why she's called Oedipus, because that's the other complex. Ele- you could have an Electra complex or you could have an Oedipus complex. And apparently. She's got that one. The ninjas are ridiculous. Uh, at one point, we get introduced to um, Paul the Samurai. Was it Paul? Yep. Yep. Paul the Samurai. And I love that bit. I like that he baked his sword into uh, a baguette. Yeah, a baguette, a long, big loaf of bread. And so most of the time when he's fighting guys, uh, fighting ninjas and stuff, he's fighting them with a baguette. Mm-hmm. Um, Which would probably work just as well if didn't have a sword in it. Yeah. I like how, uh, like, Oedipus, she keeps calling the ninjas by name. It's just like, <laughs> that's crap and you know it, Henry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because she's also a ninja. Yeah, yeah. Hey, she she shot at us. Ooh, she must be pretty mad. <laughs> oh, and I like, is it this uh, one of the episodes with her? And they're, like, fighting her, trying to catch her, and one of them stabs her, and he's like, oh my god, you stabbed her. <laughs> uh-huh. Everybody's, everybody's surprised that... She, yeah, he actually stabbed her. Uh-huh. The tick freaks out. Uh-huh. They do, they do this whole, like, almost like Monty Python-esque kind of deal where they're, like, making fun of uh, making fun of the tick from across from another building. And that's when he throws a, a chimney at him. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I think I got a bone bruise. Oh, I hate those. It's hard to, it's hard to, because there is a story here, especially when we get into the ninja stuff, but it's... It's not the kind of book that's necessarily like the story's good, but you're not reading it for the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story is a narrative that strings along the wacky adventures and the jokes and the uh, the references and and all that. So it's kind of hard to tackle in a way we might tackle other books. Yeah, a lot of one liners. Mm-hmm. The his okay, the sidekick guy uh-huh. is he a bunny? I thought he was supposed to be a moth. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's a moth. Yeah. Then why did he say he was just yep. like a bunny? Well, the tick said he was just like a bunny, or somebody did. Yeah, it was a tick. Yeah, that's kind of kind of a running joke through all the series, all the tick series, is that everybody mistakes him for a, a bunny. Yeah, I, I it does it. 
it only come up i think that once in this but i re recall that from the cartoon is that was an ongoing thing mm. and it would make arthur i can tell mad. he's moth yeah i know but it's ridiculous you know yeah i was a furry Did you know that? i do like i i do like that arthur just pops up in the background once in a while right from the beginning mm -hmm. uh and he's not like there's the first few he's not noticeable at all if you're not looking for him i was kind of expecting him at some point before he actually starts making more predominant appearances and by the end he's he, snagging stuff out of out of trunks and stuff yeah and and his whole thing he's just a regular guy in fact i can't remember what he's doing it comes at one point it came up what his job was he was like an accountant a, or something yeah. yeah he was at least in the cartoon he was a, an accountant he's an accountant he's an yeah accountant. yeah and uh but he quit his job or something. He wants to be the Tick's sidekick because uh, adventure things don't happen to regular people. And since he's been watching the Tick, like the Tick is like an adventure magnet. So mm -hmm. he wants to be his sidekick. Yeah. He's, he tried to find adventure and he couldn't find any. <laughs> yeah. Make it happen. And it, adventure just seems to happen to the Tick. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was fun. That's fun. All right. What's okay? So what's let's get to this last issue then. We're gonna jump to this because I know. Melanie, you were not super thrilled with how this this trade wrapped up. Okay, wait, wait, real quick. Before we do that, can we? Yeah. Talk about the end of the of the other stuff. Yeah, of course. I know it went through like a, the couple three, but so this thorn of whatever the hell. Oblivion. That, okay, the thorn of oblivion <laughs> that they were after for a couple issues. It falls at the end. They drop it accidentally, and uh, and it breaks, and then the ninja guy jumped after it, and he dies. Mm -hmm. And then they're like. But it wasn't really magic. It wasn't like a big whoosh and all the ninjas disappeared. So are the ninjas still like a thing? Are they still going to? Well, like, who They was never it? really addressed what happens to the rest of the ninjas then. Well, they didn't really get into the specifics of the organization because the ninjas are still technically out there. And what's his name? Um, The general manager or the district, whatever the guy uh -huh. that led them locally yeah. was. He's still out there. Ninja World's been destroyed. Yeah. I also like that the tick got upset and just leveled this entire building. Yeah, me too. Um, it was a theme park, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, and also that the Ninja Clan has been, like, over here been run by this guy who's turned it into a theme park and merchandised it. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. The Ninjas have a theme park. But, I mean, it's just explained away as, like, well, you know, it's not necessarily magical, but that thing is destroyed. The main Ninja leader guy's dead. Uh, their organization's in disarray. It seems like it was effective in the long run but yeah i mean they kind of like they wrap it up in the epilogue and they're they're basically like the general manager is like well that you know ninjas are kind of out of style our market research in indicates a new trend for the 90s whirling dervishes what what is the whirling a, dervish and he, uh, he just has them they've got like these cone hats on and they're just spinning around <laughs> wow <laughs> and they have like their own because they have that paperback that they referred to and it's like is Whirling Dervish secrets revealed out in paperback yet? <laughs> I'm nauseous from all the spinning. <laughs> okay, so do you want to talk about the Red Scare? Let's talk about the Red Scare. So the the last bit here is more of a one-off that introduces uh, this other superhero, or wannabe superhero, running guy. Mm. <laughs> he can run as fast as ten really fast men. Yeah, I like that they kept saying it that way. Yeah. This is also where we get that classic bit that they have basically redone every time that they do the tick. And that is where he he uh, is in Arthur's apartment and he's trying to figure out where the, the secret switch is. Yeah. And he's breaking things, pulling coat coat hooks off the wall and, and tearing couches. Apart. Yeah. Uh huh. What does this turn into a, a bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Arthur's like, it's just an apartment. And the tick is very disappointed by that. He's like, well, mm -hmm. you need to get on that. Meanwhile, he doesn't even have an apartment. So the running, so the running, yeah, he doesn't, he's homeless, isn't he? Yeah, he's a permanent asylum, come on. <laughs> uh, so the running guy is paying this other guy uh, $5,000 $5, to set up, basically he's buying an arch enemy and setting up this, this fake superhero fight encounter to become, so that he can get some publicity because apparently there's really not that much activity in this town. So as a superhero, it's hard to get attention, I guess. Mm -hmm. Sets up this fight with the Red Scare. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. And then, of course, the tick comes across it before Running Guy can get there. And 
He's overwhelmed with emo- emotion. He found a supervillain. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I did like that. But in the end, it just made the bad guy. It made him really sad to me because he was like, oh, you defeated me. And he's like, no, fight me. And then the other guy shows up and he's like, get away from my bad guy. He's mine. And then he's like, come on. And the guy goes, oh, you defeated me. And he's like, no, fight me. And everybody's trying to fight him. And he just wants to not fight. I'm like, leave the poor guy alone. The red, the red scare guy? Yeah. Well, you know, it was just a job to him. The timer went off. Oh, the t- so he's, yeah, the timer went off. Yeah. He's like, well, my job here is done. At this point, I'm supposed to be defeated. So I'm just, you know, oh, yeah, I'm defeated. But he that's... didn't even want to be the red scare. He liked it when he was, God, what was the name? Something about Scotsman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they in the, in the end, the good guy, it was the bad guy, in my opinion. And the bad guy was just sad. Yeah. There's my take on that whole last one. What were some of your favorite gags? This is definitely a gag book for anybody. I'll I'll go ahead and start with a couple of my favorite, two of my favorite gags, other than the not Superman glasses thing. I like towards the beginning when we first see the tick, like um, before it's really established that he's dying vulnerable when he falls off the building and he grabs that pole on the way down, but it just snaps off, <laughs> yes. of course. And yeah. then the whole next, like, it's like half the issue of this comic Several pages, he's standing there talking to this guy on the side of the street, and the whole time the 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 pole's going in his hands. Even after he puts it down <laughs> yeah. on the ground, it's still going and and yeah, whipping back and forth. And the pockets, yes, he just stops everything. <laughs> I think I had a wonderful dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so taken by the pockets. Nothing else in the scene matters yeah, like at that. that point. I like where he stands. He's standing on a rooftop or something doing a monologue of himself you know like 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 a, he's acting like a narrator telling his story he stands over the city whatever whatever like uh-huh. and he's actually saying it though yeah that's ridiculous i like at one point he's got an internal monologue going on about something about the blood on the city like a red afghan or something <laughs> yeah, yeah and then he says it <laughs> yes. like a page or two later he says it to a character the blood on the city is like a red afghan <laughs> like, yeah oh man that's great <laughs> i liked uh I liked when he when he finds the fortress of fortitude or whatever, and it's it starts up with that whole Marlon Brando, uh, oh, Superman oh, riff, yeah. you know. And then at the end, uh, at the end of the crystal, it's end of side one. Turn over crystal and proceed at the sound of the tone, which uh, like totally calls back to like those stories on cassette. Mm-hmm. We you know we used to have the book and the and the cassette. So is the Superman a beaver? In this world, because in that little thing with the crystal, that's why they were beaver people. Oh, no, it was something, the name of the planet, the the, the not Krypton, was something ridiculous. that had the be- Otter Creek. That's <laughs> okay. what otter it was. Creek. Yeah. Okay. So he was like an otter, uh, otter creaking, creaking or something. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Is there anything you guys didn't like? I don't like the way they misused that poor bad guy in the last issue. Yeah, that bugs you, huh? It does bug me. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't be able to. You shouldn't have fancy gains. Fancy gains. What is it? Fancy uh, gains. Wait, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, not monetary necessarily, but well, not monetary. Media. You shouldn't be able to get media attention. You shouldn't be able to buy buy media attention. Superheroing. It's just wrong. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the point, though. The running guy was not doing the right thing there. No, he wasn't. He was a bad guy. Kind of. He should be the nemesis. There you go. His symbol was ridiculous. His outfit. The bent palm tree? The palm tree, yeah. yeah. Like I ran past it really fast. (laughs) Uh, I think one of my favorite panels is in that is in the epilogue where he's talking to that like monkey guy. This is hanging there. And he's like, listen, we could we could stop crime in the city entirely. And he's like, hey, listen, pal, I'm a superhero. I don't want to stop crime. I just want to fight it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah like that's i i love that yeah i i i enjoy the superhero world they're setting up to where at least at this point there's not much in the way of superheroes other superheroes and supervillains it's like it's just starting mm-hmm. oh and and it gets it just gets wackier and wackier um like chainsaw vigilante becomes a thing and paul the samurai has his own little spinoff and yeah what do you guys think? Is this a thing you would keep reading? Yes, because this totally seems like a, this is the birth of Venture Brothers or something. This is how it began. Was this little ridiculousness, and then it, and it's, it eventually grew up and became the Venture Brothers. Ah, I think? see that. Yeah, they're very similar. Yeah, I, yeah, I could see that because Venture Brothers and this are very much um, 
in the same line. Like Venture Brothers is goofy. It might not be as certain aspects might not be as goofy, mm-hmm. but I mean, I could totally see these these ninjas going and lining up to try try out as a henchman for one of the other <laughs> bad guys. Oh yeah, now that you mention it, that hedge gag. Yeah, you could one hundred percent see that in uh, Venture, Venture Brothers. Oh, yeah. With, yeah. <laughs> And I love Venture Brothers, so there you go. King Monarch, King Monarch's henchmen would totally do something like that. Mm-hmm. In fact, was it twenty three and twenty four? I could see them in this in the tick. Yeah, me too. In fact, one of them I bet used to be the moth guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would keep reading this. Yeah, me too. I would for sure. I'm not going to, but I would. I enjoyed it. Um, I want to say the my only, and this is stretching for criticism, but it's not even a criticism. The Ninja story stuck around just as long as it needed to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if it went much longer, it would have gotten annoying. Yeah, like, as for the actual plotting, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, much longer, you wouldn't necessarily need it. You just wouldn't need it. But, yeah, that's not even a criticism. I'd read more, and I thought the art looked good, just to throw a nod to the art. Yeah, and I think he does both, doesn't he? I mean, yeah. I think Ben Edlund did all the right. And, like, right now, Ben Edlund is, like, primarily a TV writer guy. Like he does, uh, he did Supernatural for years and he did, uh, he worked with Joss Whedon on, um, I think Buffy and Angel. Hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I bet the kid. Randy loves Buffy. Yeah. I was not a fan <laughs> of Angel though, but I don't, I never liked the Angel character. I don't either. Yeah. I didn't do much research into him, but I bet the Tick cartoon series was kind of his into television. Oh yeah. I would yeah. imagine. Oh, we should talk about Crazy Head just a little bit. We've only Crazy watched. Head. Yeah. That. oh yeah we've only watched like two episodes but let's watch let's talk about that okay we watched a show called crazy head we were we were on netflix looking for something and uh is it is it an original or yeah yes it is and Uh, we were scrolling through it i'm like hey randy that says crazy head go back to that that looks fun and it did (laughs) based on the title based on the title i don't think i would check it out on my own crazy head in my mind is not a good title but we read the description it's a netflix original um we read the description and it's kind of buffy like they're not high school students or anything but it sounded very much like a the slayer type situation where it's like there's once in a, one in a generation sometimes two and oh, they yeah. fight it's not vampires it's demons but i mean buffy fought demons too but yeah. it sounded very buffy and then i think we watched the preview or the trailer or whatever it is they autoplay on there mm-hmm. and it's british or at least you know, it's yeah, like sure. British. I don't know where they actually produced it since it's a Netflix pr- uh, original, but it's British and it's kind of got kind of adult humor, but it's got that uh, it's got good delivery. So, yeah, it does. So we checked it out and uh, I'm glad I'm glad you had a stop because it's very entertaining. It is very entertaining. What hooked me on the first episode is it's a comedy, but kind of like the characters are kind of we- weird, but there's also strong horror movie stuff going on. Like it's not. It's not just like to a point Buffy was like sitcom with horror themes. This actually had like some horror sequences where it's like watching a horror movie. Uh, you got the, building up the, the, tension. the tension. Yeah. yeah. And so mm. I thought that was like it integrated well into what the show was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love their little weird things. They like the they want to perform an exorcism. And they're like, we got to pee on her. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah, and that, they, exactly. And so the one chick does have to pee on her possessed friend. Mm-hmm. And so that is awkward. <laughs> like a like a jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> Possession is cured the same way as jellyfish sting. Apparently. <laughs> but it also doesn't pull punches. Mm-mm. It gets pretty extreme. Characters die and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's good. And, and some of the humor uh, is fantastic. And, and like Randy really liked it. I liked it too, but man, the the hot dog bit. <sighs> oh, okay, yeah. I don't even. I don't know if it would like translate well to explaining the hot dog bit, but just the, the guy with a hot dog. He's eating, he had a hot dog, no bun, just a hot dog. He's he already taken a bite of it, and the chick shows up at his door, and she's like, goes to ask him if she can come in or something, and he slaps her in the face basically with the hot dog over her lips. And he's like, shh. And he starts rubbing the hot dog across her mouth while he's doing this. Bite taken out of it. I'm sorry. It's just you know. And he's doing the whole. He's like the creepy, like kind of creepy. He's the friend that hits on her too much. You know, she's not interested. Uh, oh no! And so she shows up in the middle of the night, and he goes into this long, like little so, 
this long speech about oh you know finally blah 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 and he's like rubbing the hot dog on her face this whole time it's like what what is this but it was great it was pretty good yeah so watch that that's good <laughs> yeah there's crazy head yeah i was huh. i was very surprised by it mm -hmm. i was looking through the other day um i'll get into i think next episode i'll talk a little bit about another show i've been watching on netflix but i was scrolling through the other day trying to find something to just something different to watch and there are this actually i think me and jesse talked about this quite a, a little bit last episode there's a ton yeah. of stuff on there that i just wasn't even aware there's even more than i thought like there's some show called travelers about time travel and i'm a little torn on how it actually looks but the concept sounds cool um there's one called glitch that sounds like Ooh. um this french show we were i think it's french we were watching for a while a while back where people come back from the dead they're not like zombies they just like yeah come back we never finished watching that mm -mm. there's apparently a couple shows like that on netflix uh but yeah there's a bunch of stuff that looks interesting is it the same as that one because that one was especially interesting because they came back the same ages when they disappeared like and like in the one later. situation she had a twin so her, her twin sister was like 10 years older than her. I wish I could remember what that show was called offhand. The Returned or something. I don't know. It's been remade into English language as well. So. Probably not as good. Anyway. Anyway. TV talk. Uh, I got no theme <laughs> song for that. Uh, Melanie, sing us a TV talk theme song. TV talk theme song. Sorry. That was good. Thanks. <laughs> more than I was expecting. <laughs> I, I put out once in a while. Or not. That's not what I want. <laughs> you know what I mean. I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't have a letters page <gasps> segment. Oh, just a segment. Okay. I was like, baby, we got rid of the letters page. Huh? No, we still have a letters page. <laughs> oh, good. We're just waiting <laughs> on them letters. Excuse me, I'm sorry. So, letters page. If you want to get a hold of us, if you want to talk at us, if you want us to read your letter on the show if you've got comments on something we've read about something we've or something we read something we talked about or you just want to say what's up you can send an email to letters at grolicspodcast.com it's l-e-t-t-e-r-s letters at grolicspodcast.com we'll read it on the show at some yeah. point or maybe that's not good enough for you maybe you actually want your voice on our show well you <laughs> can also like record an mp3 and send it to that email address or you can call our Google voice line and leave a message at 559-426-6427 or 559-4-COMICS. If they called when we were on the computer, could we like, talk to them? Or is it just answering your service? Well, I, have it, I have it set up right now. It automatically goes to messaging. Okay. I mean, I could, but I don't want... I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> we would be talking about something like, super important, like... The hot dog scene, and then like, <laughs> like, like the phone would start ringing. Like, come on, that would mess up the magic. You ruined the hot dog scene. Come on, come on, guys, wait your turn. We're talking about stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, how do you guys feel about? Well, I guess there's there's more, and then so there's be, more before we and more. I really am gonna. And I am gonna do inside jokes to other podcasts on our show now. Uh, and more um so next episode what are we talking about guys what are we talking about next episode next episode we're talking about that one thing that the bone <laughs> okay okay <laughs> that's next month actually ghost in the shell right yeah next episode we're gonna talk about ghost in the oh, shell oh my bad <laughs> <laughs> this is unpredictable time travel that we have <laughs> yeah we're gonna talk about well, the live action movie is coming out. It won't be out by the time next episode goes up. So what we're going to do is we're going to rewatch the anime, the original anime, the movie. And we're going to talk from about that. Like the, from like the 90s? Yeah, 95, 96, I think. From, from oh. the good old days. The, man, that, that is old. I wonder if it holds up. I wonder. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll have to watch it. <laughs> I wonder. And then discuss it next episode. And then, but Melanie, you're not incorrect. It's the first episode of next month. What is that? Not March. It's March. April. Now. April. April. Oh. The first episode of April, we'll talk about Bone. Oh. Probably volume one because it's very serial, I think. Happy anniversary, baby. <gasps> Holy crap. This is our anniversary. Wait a second. Is it Garlic's anniversary too? It is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, that's right. Because that's when we started. Yeah. Wow. 
Is this is this our anniversary episode? Like this one right here? I kind of think it might be. I think it might be too. Wow. Whoa. Uh, did we forget our own anniversary? I'm sorry. It's because we of me. Did, it's my, my fault. I've we, done that before. No, you reminded me. Yes, you have. But you reminded <laughs> us. Yeah. On the show. This is us actually forgetting our own anniversary on the show. <laughs> well, <laughs> how are we going to open the episode talking about grind bins one year anniversary? <laughs> and it's like our fourth year anniversary. <laughs> it is. It is. We well, you know. We lost the magic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe next episode we'll have to make up for it somehow. Yeah, 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 that will. It'll be our observed anniversary. You know, the episode where we're not going to talk about comics at all. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We have to rekindle the magic somehow. Yeah, (laughs) good point. Yeah, over anime, then so be it. Yeah. Well, you know, we've we've kind of talked about wanting to get anime on the show since like episode one. So this is us finally making good on our campaign promise. This is true. Wait, four, four years. <laughs> I hope the wait's worth it. Come back in two weeks to find out if it was. Yeah. Yeah. This is Jesse. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. What the Grolics are we going to do now? What are we going to do? This is Randy. You two donkey grolics couldn't get laid in a morgue. This is Melanie, and I am. I am happy. I'm a happy person. I'm happy with my life. I'm happy with the way things are going in my life. I'm happy with grolics. Thank you for listening to the Grolics Podcast. The Grolics Podcast is a production of the Electronic Media Collective and Vorpal Arrow Studios. For more Grolix Podcasts, check out GrolixPodcast.com. Also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, YouTube, ElectronicMediaCollective.com, Facebook.com slash Grolix Podcast, Twitter.com slash Grolix Podcast, all the dot com slash all the Grolix Podcasts. Let's talk about our show. <laughs> oh, no, we got. We have a show. <laughs> we were so nice to their show last month, and they've been so awesome. I have like this like urge to like just trash their show for fun. <laughs> that's for fun. That I don't know if that's a good instinct. It's not. It's a bit, bit <laughs> self destructive. If you ask me, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, uh, isn't cross promotion a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were. I thought that was good. <laughs> no, they're great.